0: Hey, legends, Shrek here. Welcome to the Noob Spear podcast. It's interviews with spearfishing experts, authorities, and characters from around the world. Today, though, we are chatting all about the Whit Sunday's spearfishing retreat. It's a sailing and spearing retreat happening next month and hopefully every other year uh, or every, every year from now on with uh, Eckhart Benkenstein from Salt Sessions down there in Melbourne. We are sailing aboard a fantastic sailboat called the Broomstick, leaving. From uh, Airlie Beach and exploring sort of the Sundays briefly before heading on out to the Outer Reef. Today, this episode, we talk all about this charter trip, uh, what's involved, what you need to bring, uh, everything involved in it. And there's also a fantastic discount that you can take advantage of right at the back end if you're interested. Guys, if you want to know more about this trip, if you're interested in any of the spearfishing courses or trips, charters coming up, uh, check them out at spearfishingcourses.com.au. Uh, or email me shrek at nobespero.com. I don't want to muck around too much today. Let's get into this Zoom call uh, with Eckhart and a whole bunch of other people that jumped in that were interested in the Wood Sunday Spearfishing Retreat. Here we go. Adreno stocks equipment for Novas. The gear you need for all things freediving and spearfishing. The Adreno spearfishing team froth on helping customers learn about the latest in spearfishing equipment local diving, upcoming trips and events for Spearos of all levels of experience. There's no ego in there. You're gonna meet cool people that love this spearing lifestyle as much as you do. Visit them in-store in one of their huge mega stores around Australia. Chat to one of their friendly team members. Take advantage of the Noob Spiro discount code. Save $20 on every purchase over $200. In-store, online, easy savings. Pump in the code Noob Spiro if you're shopping online Or in store, mention it's one of their friendly team members and save 20 bucks over 200. That's right, use the code NoobSpiro in store. Shop with Adreno, our partner for more than 200 episodes. I was left with an empty cooler after missing and wounding a bunch of fish with a shoddy spear gun. A work colleague urged me to speak to Naptonics, and I'm so glad I did. Without Jerry and the Naptonics team, I would have kept missing bulk fish and coming home to my wife empty handed. Now I can focus on slaying monster hogs and cropper and covering the deck of my boat in blood. Never buy a shitty piece of equipment again. ShopNiptonics.com, use the code NOOB10 to save 10% and go spearing with confidence. Jerry says if we sell it, we believe in it, we trust it and dive it. ShopNiptonics.com, free shipping for the lower 48 for orders over 199. And you can save 10% when you use the code NOOB10 N O O B. 10 at Neptonics.com. Oorah. Now so welcome aboard, guys. My name is Isaac or Shrek. If you're not familiar, um, I host the Noob Spear Podcast. I get to interview sparing legends from all over the world. And recently I started running um, spearfishing courses and trips. A few of you guys have been on them. Um Steven's a friend of mine, lives just down the road in Redcliffe. He did my second course. Uh, Luke and Linton were both on the first course. i uh, got a bunch of friends here as well, so it's cool to have all you guys here. Um, Eckhart, introduce yourself, mate, my man, Salt Sessions in Victoria.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, one of the cold few here in Victoria, just trying to survive our winter months. Um, been Obviously, uh, you might have heard me uh, a few weeks ago on the, on the New Spirit podcast, did a bit of a talk on... Um, bluefin tuna, and um, yeah, really passionate about spearfishing, and the Shrek and myself can talk uh, a hind leg off a donkey when it comes to talking spearfishing and all the details, so hopefully we don't get too stuck in a rabbit warren, but um, yeah, it's something that I think we're both super passionate about, we're super passionate about just helping people build skill and awareness and, you know, just get into the sports and have fun.
0: You, you, you were mentioning talking the hind leg off a donkey this is why we're great partners he talks it off and then I eat it so that's kind of how the partnership works but um, we're definitely here to talk about this with Sunday's um, spearfishing retreat we're planning on doing this thing quite often. Eckhart gave me a like a late caller We've kind of been sort of scrambling to organize this in the last three four weeks yeah uh, but this isn't a rush trip Eckhart's done these ones before. It's my first time, though, so I'm probably just as curious as many of you are about, you know, the sort of the nuts and bolts of what happens on the trip. So um, August 6th to 10th, which is only like a month away, Eckhart. Yeah, that's it. And you and I have put together a bit of a deal for people that want to jump on from tonight's call. Um, yes,
1: so you can uh, um, tell everyone what, what we've got the, on the table.
0: So we're already holding up last year's prices, even though they've our costs have gone up. But uh, we're going to give a further $100 discount and uh, a hoodie. And they get to choose whether it's a Salt Sessions one or a Noob Spiro hoodie. But uh, you can only choose one. So just definitely choose a Salt Sessions one. So yeah, okay, that's, the, that's the fork out for it. That's it. So yeah, that's the benefits of being on this call tonight. So if you guys are keen, the probably the best way to do it is talk to us after. Or, yeah. or if you want, you can just write it down. I'll put it in the in the comments, so email either one of us, so it'll be in the chat below. Gee, was this chat below, chat box is terrible, Eckhart. So it's all yeah. over the place. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dear. All right. So that's in there if you guys want to reach out and get, get in touch at any time. All right, cool. Other than that, so oh, what's Sunday, 6th to 10th? Where do we fly into for this thing, Eckhart? Like um, what are the sort of the logistics of – Getting yeah,
1: so, from the so just a quick uh, couple of pointers on the logistics. You'll have to fly. So we sail out Sunday on the 6th. You'll have to fly in uh, the day before, which is the 5th. Um, if you arrive on the 6th, it's just going to be too tight uh, in terms of if anything goes wrong, um, you're probably going to miss the boat. So the plan is if you want to come and join,
0: uh,
1: fly in the day before.
0: Which is
1: a Saturday. So Saturday, the, so Saturday the 5th, you've got to arrive. Um, it'll be nice actually for all of us all just to get together that night at some point, just have a bit of a yarn. Part of that logistics as well is it's not one of those uh, like bring all your toys. Uh, you really want to uh, be quite precise with what you pack and how much you bring because we're, uh, you know, it's a big boat, but it's not, there's not a crazy amount of storage space. So bring the essentials, um, and then when we come off on the 10th, uh, you definitely want to stay there that night um, just to kind of recover, repack, get your stuff organized, and then you can fly up the next day. Uh, you can choose to stay on a bit longer. I think one of the couple of the students, they've got family coming up, and they're going to stay on for another week or so. so okay, so this, the
0: 6th of August is a Sunday, so if you fly in on the Saturday, that'll be the 5th. And then it comes back into port on the tenth, which is Thursday, and you're saying sort of stay that night and fly back out on the Friday, the eleventh. Yeah, so yeah, back back home for family and friends, and you still get a weekend before going back to work. That's it. Yeah,
1: nice. Pack, take some fish home with you. Yeah, um, it's not a it's not a, like a massive esky filling kind of trip, but there's definitely opportunity to to bring some fish home. I'll find out again. There is a store that can actually they can cry vac the your and, and vacuum seal the fish for you for obviously an additional cost um and then you can just pop that into like a styrofoam box and fly home which is pretty fun to share some of the the, the food that you catch with with friends and family back home
0: um skin on coral trout that'd be a good one to take home
1: that's it. And uh,
0: black black
1: like I probably say the main the main target species is uh, coral trout and the black spot tusk fish. There's heaps of other ones. The last the last trip we, uh, you know, some people there was a couple of people who shot Spanish mac uh, Spanish mackerel. I got a I got super lucky and got a mangrove jack and got a red emperor. Another student I, I found another red emperor and managed to get another student from that. Yeah, nice. Um, and but the main the main species is like your coral trout, black spot tusk fish. There's also a couple of emperors. Uh, you know your red throat emperor. What's that little green? Um, is it it's a green emperor?
0: Grassy. There's grassies. Yeah, grassy. There's yeah. Venus. Yeah. yeah. Um, James had a question. I think maybe it was species related, or was he? Were you worried about not having any summer clothing coming from Victoria?
2: Ah <laughs> uh, well, I, I won't need much. Uh, No, just about uh, so vacuum sealing some fish. And uh, I'm actually planning to stay on a couple of extra days. So just thinking uh, about whether there'd be like, well, I'll probably need to find a fridge or freezer to put some fish in.
1: Yeah, I'll find out again. Um, There was a company that we used and it sounded like you can actually basically store your fish there and they'll freeze it and vacuum seal it for you. And then you can obviously just pick it up uh, before you fly out. Um, So I'll probably over the next couple of days, just, just get some of that details. So I've got that for everybody.
2: Nice. Nice.
0: Cool. Thanks for your question, James. All right. So five days, four nights, what's sleeping aboard the broomstick like, Eka?
1: So it's a maxi sailing yacht. So um you know these these uh, the sailing yachts actually been used to like sail across the world. So this thing is incredibly capable in terms of ocean going. Um so day 1 we sail out actually to the Whitsunday Islands and we'll just spend the afternoon at the Whitsundays just do some a bit more of a refresher, a bit of warming up, just a bit of line diving just to get you guys comfortable. It is a, a reserve area the Whitsunday, so we're not spearfishing while we're there. But the next morning, early, we we sail out wide and we go out to the outer um, Great Barrier Reef, um, and so we'll be uh, out there for a while. The 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 bedding there's kind of two aft rooms with I think five or six beds in there, and then there's like a gully area with I think six beds, and then the nose section's got another a uh, few more beds as well.
0: Okay,
3: cool.
1: So it's um it's t- it's cozy. Yeah. um but uh yeah it's it's heaps of fun uh after after the session we normally hang out in the, on the deck at the back and you know just share a meal together and basically swap uh swap spearfishing stories uh about who, who lost the biggest one and who saw the better fish and um yeah just kind of swap stories about the days diving
0: uh, and, i love I love traveling aboard a sailboat. Like it's um, it's a little bit slower than obviously like um, yes. you know, like a planing hull with a big outboard on the back. But something about the quiet too. Like um, I I'm thinking it's going to pair well. I've never really done a sail and spear trip before though. So. i
1: uh, last year was the first time we we've we've we did one of these trips and it was phenomenal. Like I've never I've always like the idea of sailing but i've never really gone sailing myself and so for the first time to actually be on a sailboat um there's something about traveling at such like we were doing i don't know uh well over 10 knots and just cruising and it was dead quiet they obviously play some music while we're going and the whole boat tilts at an angle so everybody's up on the top end holding on and just just enjoying the enjoying the ride, really. Which is it's there's something amazing about sailing. It was it was actually weirdly enough, it was one of my highlights of the whole trip. Yeah,
0: I only done a little bit when I was really like younger, sort of like I think I was 18 in the Kingdom of Tonga, and uh, it was, we were actually staying in a sailing capital out there. But uh, it was an amazing experience. Like, and, and when you get over 10 knots, there's something about moving that fast. Yeah, and uh, it's very relaxing, almost like spearfishing. Uh, I, I saw one comment on Facebook. This guy was like, "Why ruin spearfishing with sailing?" And I was kind of like, "I don't know if it is ruining it. Like, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that part of it."
1: Oh, it's actually uh, there's there's a lot of skill to learn, and it's it's great watching the the guys <clears throat> running the boat. <clears throat> I mean, these guys are absolute guns at it. Um, so yeah, heaps of fun, heaps of fun. <laughs>
0: All right, you were talking about like sort of day one at the Wit Sundays, having a bit of a, a refresher out there. So we 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 do the theory while we're traveling. Um, how does that look? Yeah, so we sort do of a bit a theory of theory refresher.
1: Yeah, so we do a bit of a chat um, just before we launch. That's that Sunday morning. We'll get together early and just run through basically just a bit of the basics on spearfishing, just to help uh, some of the guys with questions on equipment setup, how we're going to run things. We're going to be heavy, heavily focused on safety during this trip. And so you're going to be diving with, you're going to pair up with somebody and that's going to be your, your dive buddy for the session. And so on the Sunday morning, before we sail out, we'll run through all the basics, the logistics, run through some of the you know questions you guys might have and some of the logistics in terms of hunting uh, and spearfishing, especially not in, in a, like a, in a tropical environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, obviously on the sail arts, the, the, f- the, first day we'll do some like line diving, some training just to, just to warm up, get the lungs, you know, semi-comfortable back in the water for some of you, especially for us here in Victoria, it'll be a, a novelty be, to be, uh, be in the water, uh, and in warm water as well. Yeah. Um, and then once we sail out, we'll, uh, we'll get cracking into some, some pretty good diving. There's some really good. Structure between the probably four meters, the shallowest, uh, moving to about 10, 12 meters is kind of the main area where we dive. And there's a, there'll be a couple of spots with some drop-offs, depending on, you know, uh, the run of the tide and, and what the wind allows us to do. Because sometimes the wind can be a bit of a limiting factor or a controlling factor where we uh, can anchor up the big boat, which means where we can uh, get with our little tenders.
0: Sebastian. Sebastian was smiling there. He was he was thinking about what he's going to do with his Melbourne weight belt with like 11 kilos of lead on it and how that's <laughs> going to go.
4: No, I just came back from Vanuatu actually. Ah, nice. With um, spearfishing with Jamie over there. I don't know if you know that bloke. Jamie Rives, deeply immersed yeah.
0: on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. No,
4: yeah. he's fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, he took us a little bit deeper than that, like up to like 20, 25. And um nice. relaxing what you described there. I think that sounds great.
1: Yeah well you know you know what i think uh, a lot of things people get uh, that's c- kind of why look shrek and myself have been talking about this for like for a long time and a lot of people they go to you know these tropical locations and the diving is to be honest it's not easy it's it's relatively deep diving you're you're swimming down a long way you're having to hold bottom time and we wanted to to design something that's achievable for all of us to get and somewhere where you can come along and have fun. And it's, you know, the pressure's off and there's good fish in the shallows. Like, like last, our last trip, we got like absolute monster, like black spot, tusk fish, good trout. Like we got really good fish in the shallows. And so I wanted to have a place where people can come have fun um, and they don't have to chase depth. They can just come and, and, you know, Dive comfortably five, six, seven, eight meters, and and still have a good time.
4: One thing I got wrong, you know, was taking my Victorian equipment. So way too warm, way too much lead. Yeah. Um, You know, when you said pack for the trip lightly, what what do you have in mind? So you bring your spear gun and
1: so in. so so in essence, the basics of what you guys might need is one point one being the sh- on the shorter length, one point two meter gun is is probably ideal. So uh, one gun, maybe one spare spear, but you probably won't even need a spare spear, but it's good to have one spare spear. Uh, Float line, float, so inflatable float. Uh, Float line, uh, I'd say 15 to 20 meters is all you need, or like a 20 meter float line is all you'll need. And then in terms of wetsuits, uh, last year I used a three mil two-piece wetsuit. Now I'm I'm very uh, sun conscious. I've had a, quite a few skin cancers cut out, so I I like being fully covered. Uh, some people you can get away with like a surf suit, but um, you do lose a fair bit of heat on your head. So I my my recommendation is like a three mil two piece wetsuit or maybe a two mil uh, two piece wetsuit. Weights, uh, they're provided on the boat, so I don't have to stress about the weights. Obviously, just bring along an empty weight belt. You'll need a knife, like some of the some of the basics. You know, like a a knife to dispatch your fish uh, and and clean your fish. Um, and then it's it's more about the the personal stuff that you want to bring along. So, you know, it's it's a pair of boardies, a couple of t shirts. The other thing that's really handy is like a windbreaker, so like a light jacket, almost like a windproof jacket that can block a bit of the wind. Um, I found that pretty handy on the boat, hat, sunscreen, things like that. But that's that's it. Like you really want to pack as little as possible uh, and take as little stuff as uh, possible on the boat. I'll have a flasher along, but but to be honest, we're mostly hunting uh, sand sand flats, bombies. So we're not necessarily using flashes. Uh, we might get an opportunity on one or two of the days to do. A couple of like deeper drifts and deeper i mean you know 12 to 14 15 meters i'm not saying 20 to 25 meters um so um yeah like last time even in that uh you know 12 to 15 meters we had wahoo swim past us we had spanish mackerel we had all sorts of fish come past so yeah it was it was
0: really good I was just thinking about how I'm going to set the fashion standard on this thing. Like I got my Crocs ready, of course. That camo. You need Crocs, I've, Crocs I've got, on a
1: boat. Come on, yeah,
0: Legionnaire. You wear Crocs do you, or are you bare feet, mate? Of course, I'm oh, a, I'm a Crocs. Croc man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Legionnaire hat. You got to have one of them, you know, with a weird flap at the back. That's the dad, it. the sun flap. The yeah. dad hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm laying down the fashion. Like it'll be, yeah, that that'll be a main priority of mine.
1: That's
0: uh, uh, comps games on board, Ekka. Do you have a do you have a like a friendly comp or two?
1: Yeah, well we'll uh, this is something that we've been talking about, so we'll definitely run something on the boat.
0: <coughs> biggest <laughs> trout.
1: Yeah. Maybe not the biggest trout. We try yeah, and limit the, the, we want the to size keep it legal. Yeah. Yeah, we try and limit the size of the trout just or as well as as once you get over a certain uh, size, you stand a good chance of like picking up some ciguatera and things like that. So, alright,
4: maybe biggest. One question. Oh, sorry. You're all oh, right. You Far away. Just, um, you know, when you when you're on a drift dive with a sailboat, it would be a bit hard if you like, you know, get pushed out a little bit to be picked up if you need to be picked up. Let's say, like how
0: how good it is. question.
1: Yeah, so we actually take our we tow our two tender boats, uh, little uh, inflatable boats behind the boat, behind the sailboat, um, and those are our tenders. So when we go for our dive, we actually get onto the little tender. The the sailboats moored up and anchored up, and then we hop on the little boats, and then we go off to the reef, and we'll dive. We'll come back for a break, head back out, and I just kind of we just rotate. So it's those little little tenders. Um, that that's that's kind of what we hop on, and we hop hop in and out the whole all day long. Um, you can you'll be surprised what hangs out under the boat sometimes, but yeah, mostly we just use the tenders. Um, we don't necessarily dive off 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 the big big yacht.
0: Mm. mobile phone reception Eka?
1: Um, it's pretty limited. Uh, around the islands, you'll get some reception, but once we're on that outer reef, Look, I am arguably like with the worst uh, with Vodafone, so they've got terrible reception. Doesn't matter where I go. Maybe if you're with uh, Telstra or somebody else, you might have better reception. But I'd I'd almost say uh, can't reception out for the trip. There's a cell phone on the on board in case of any kind of
0: emergency. I would have um, thought that'd be right up Linton's alley. He's always on the phone. That bloke. <laughs> Busier than a one-armed man, and a one-armed bricklayer in Baghdad. <laughs> Got to get off the phone, get into the water. I love that feeling underwater when you pull the trigger and you know exactly where that shaft is going. You want something dependable. You want to put that fish that you've been chasing for a lifetime in the boat, in the cooler, in the esky, in the chilli bin, if you're in New Zealand. Why do we call all these things different names? Anyway, today's show sponsor, killshotspearguns.com, make awesome wooden timber spear guns, a fantastic shooting platform. If you've ever shot a big timber gun, you know the, the reliability that you get from these things. So he mostly makes enclosed track spear guns. Visit him at killshotspearguns.com. Use the code NOOB to save $30 on any killshot spear gun. Hey guys, not sure how you stay hydrated out on the boats on those long days out on the water. Uh, But staying hydrated is absolutely critical to good equalization and looking after your body, making sure you're not doing those awkward one-legged kicks to the surface when when one leg cramps out on you. Go to aqualite.com.au. It, and get yourself a box of sachets. You just simply add them to water. It's less than $1.28 per serve. It's cheaper and cheaper and healthier than any other sports drinks on the market. Aqualite will make a difference in your spearfishing. Check it out at aqualite.com.au Use the code Noobspero to save 10% on any order. Check it out. Aqualite. Made in Western Australia. Got a sweet deal for you today, guys. Go to freedivingfamily.com and learn from Adam Stern and a select team of experts on different disciplines. There's Frenzel, Advanced Frenzel, hands Free Equalization, Mouthful, Deep Frenzel Equalization, bi Essentials. These are courses that will give you the 1% that will allow you to improve. Use the code SPIRO to get 20% off any course at freedivingfamily.com. Again, that's the code SPIRO to get 20% off at freedivingfamily.com. Thanks Adam and team, love it. Other species, What did you have any rarities coming through?
1: I'd probably say I uh, got a really nice mangrove jack uh, while uh, while, I, while I was there, and um, we got two really good uh, red emperor um, and in relatively shallow water. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I, th- I probably, I th- think we got both those red emperors in like 10, 12 metres of water. And they were they were solid fish they were really really good fish um the other the other one that was worth mentioning was we um one of the goals was it was a first literally it was a first time spear fishing it was a first trip and it was a first fish was a Spanish Mac which was uh, crazy because you'd hear her screaming like you know 400 meters away she was just going absolutely bananas so yeah it was uh it was pretty Pretty cool to see people, you know, get their first fish. A lot of people who got their first fish, you know, was mostly coral trout and uh, black spot tusk fish. So it was really cool to see that, share that experience and uh, kind of be part of the whole uh, process.
0: Tom's had a couple of good questions there. He's, he's he's put on the shine mute function, but but put in some, put in some comments. He, <laughs> he uh, put in a comment up there before about free, freezing fish in those boxes, the polystyrene ones, about... You get three to four days out of them with ice, I think, if you've got them our vacuum packed.
3: We, we did a trip to Cairns, and they cryovacced them, froze them to minus 20, and they, they lasted um, four days in the boxes, and they were dead frozen when we opened them up. Oh, yeah. sweet. So they're, they're a pretty good thing. Probably good this time of year as well,
0: even better, you'd imagine. And the other thing you mentioned was turning off your mobile phone, which is always a good idea. That's half the reason we do these trips is to turn the mobile phone off. That's it. Cool. Um, food on board, Eka. Yeah, can, so they...
1: foods, food's provided for us. Obviously, uh, within reason, Just uh, they, they can cater for dietary requirements. Um, it's surprisingly good for a bunch of blokes cooking for us. There's a fair bit of fish going around, uh, as you could only imagine. So, yeah, lots of uh, ceviche. It's, it's living the good life for, for a few days. Um, you'll be having it pretty tough.
0: <laughs> I'm always keen on some ceviche. Good stuff.
1: Trick, ceviche. We might need to give them that recipe.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not super difficult. All ceviche recipes are nice and simple. Like, it's like 10 minutes after you make it, you can start eating too, which is great. It's the best. Oh, good. Guys, any other questions? For uh, for Eckhart, our veteran Whit Sunday spearfishing retreat man. You want
4: can to you talk know? about how to pack your spear gun for traveling, like the airline is not getting annoyed with you and stuff.
1: Yeah, so the best way that I found is two ways. One is obviously the um, the sports tube. Now, sports tubes can they're quite uh, prohibitive in terms of the cost, but it's a great tool. To, like if you're going to see yourself doing a bunch of travel, like it's a great thing to have. Like, depending on what which size you get, there's a one, two, or a three. Two and three, obviously, the wider ones. So you can get your fins, all sorts of other stuff in there. Everything.
0: Uh, you get everything in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Um, if that is not an option for you, uh, one of the best, cheapest ways is you go to Bunnings, you buy some PVC pipe, and your spear, you just take your spear out of your spear gun, slide your, you can cut a groove, slide your spear in, and then plug it. And it's going to be be nice and protected, which is ideal, especially when you're traveling. You, you can really kind of, you know, hopefully, like, put your spear gun in there, maybe chuck in your wetsuit just to, like, bulk it out a little bit, just so it's not rattling around too much. And then just call it fishing equipment. Um, I find as soon as you say, like, spear gun, most of them know what a spear gun is, but they – even this last trip I was up in the uh, Sunshine Coast and I was having – masses of issues with it because they were like oh we've got to just get clearance and authority and you're like i flew here with it there was no issue coming Uh, anyway so you just kind of have to like play that game a little bit and i just say it's fishing equipment Mm. and if they go is it a spear gun then you're like okay yeah yeah you got me
0: there's another option too which is some of the travel spear guns that are coming out which are basically these two-piece um guns where basically you can just they've got one one good um, bolt that holds them together they just simply click together but um, yeah uh, there's a few different options now the beauty as well like smaller roller guns they seem to be a bit easier to travel with as well and you still get the same range as some of the longer guns mm. Yeah, I think so, a good yeah, um,
3: the, the, travel the previous, tip as well is learn yeah. how to tie a bowline so you don't have to stuff around with re-rigging guns and run if you if something breaks you can just tie it off again no right. crimping required
1: yeah yeah, there's definitely uh, – there'll be we'll, – we'll have some skill sessions uh, during the night or in the late afternoon uh, that we'll run through about rigging and, you know, getting you guys comfortable with the gear. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll bring some spare gear along in case we need to do, like, last-minute repairs and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, tips like that, so handy, so handy to have. But, like I was saying, uh, that – like, a, just a simple PVC pipe from Bunnings, so cheap, so strong – and it's going to keep your gun pretty safe.
2: Mm. Luke had a question before. Yeah, thanks, Greg. I was just going to ask, like, is what's the balance between, I suppose, the spearfishing and the freediving component? Like, is this is this a, a spearfishing trip with a, a freediving refresher, or is it more a freediving trip with an element of spearfishing in the, you know, the brakes and things like that?
1: Yeah, great question. Like, it's actually, it's, it's a spearfishing trip with a little bit of, Free diving initially just for you to get a little bit like warmed up and back into it on that first day but i didn't there's there's just so many free diving trips around and i wanted to design something that's uh this is not like an advanced spearfishing where we're you know doing kind of sebastian was saying like you know 20 30 meters it's 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 literally it's it's a beginner spearfishing trip or into like even if you're intermediate you can get really really great fish you'll just need a Develop those skills in terms of hunting technique and, and how to approach fish, how to let fish approach you. But it's it's really the focus on this trip is a spear fishing trip, uh focus. It's not a it's not a free dive trip. Like we do free diving, we're gonna do a little bit of diving, but it's not a it's not a free dive trip per se. It's a spear fishing trip.
0: Luke Linton and Stephen are all more of the intermediate divers, but uh all of them are Spear dads too. So it's kind of I think. You know, sometimes it's like feast or famine. You've got two months of no diving and then all of a sudden you're back out. So sometimes there's sort of some of the 10 to 15-metre stuff or even shallow is probably pretty nice for a good warm-up trip or a good trip away where you just want to have fun, shoot some fish. I can see uh,
2: any more questions. I might just ask one more then, Shrek. There's yeah. obviously a trip coming up soon Yeah, um, yeah. in August. Uh, when Are there more trips planned in the coming months or...? Is it a
1: once a year kind of thing? So this this trip currently we're going to do once a year, uh, but um, Shrek and myself we've been talking a little bit about changing the the next location um, and kind of where it's going to run. So we don't have anything locked in for our next one yet. But so so far we've only got this one on the cards for now, and then we're busy we're busy trying to finalize uh, one for next year.
0: We've fielded a bunch of questions, really. Like, um, the course that um, some of you guys have done, the Strati one is fantastic for that sort of beginner to intermediate person that's just, like, Linton came up really just to refresh some skills. Luke, you wanted to sort of get a little bit of comfort in a couple of specific contexts. Stephen was happy to come out and have a good weekend amongst it and shoot a few fish and tell a few good yarns. Like everyone comes out on these trips with similar goals, but sometimes are slightly different. I am getting a lot of questions for sort of these intermediate level trips and charters, and they're definitely something that we're charted, um, sort of aiming at. Um, the Wood Sundays, and that is like as sort of Eckhart said, a lot of it's locked out. Just to the south of it, there's a lot of opportunities. Further out, there's opportunities, and then further north as well. Um, We're we're looking at camping and sparing trips and then possibly chartering boats for parts of the trip. And then so you might do shore diving and camping for two or three days and then two or three days out wider in a big boat as well. Um, And that way, you can sort of keep our costs down. Because a lot of these these trips, like most of the um, Adreno trips, if you get on – uh, real crazy, or any of the other spearfishing charters up further north, yeah, they start to pre- get they start to get pretty intimidating with cost.
1: They're about um, five five thousand uh, dollars before you've before you've really added anything to it. So, and and yeah. that's what you know, Shrek and myself are trying to. We're trying to make trips where easily achievable for us to go and have fun and not have to stress about the fact that there's you've just like you've just dropped. You know, five, six,
0: seven thousand dollars on this trip. Um, Tom, Tom's gone do, gone out and done a number of like coral sea trips and things like that. You know, you, you're definitely looking at more than five thousand dollars for those trips. You're going to extremely remote grounds and you're seeing amazing fish, but you also like genuinely want to be a fairly advanced level diver to make the most of it as well because it's just so right. much m- money.
3: Well, yeah, we we ended up spending about seven grand ahead head last trip we did out of Cairns up to Princess Charlotte Bay. Mm. You, there is, there are definitely options for newer spearers. We had a few groms with us, and a, and a couple of older guys that were restricted to ten to twelve meters. And I think real deep charters do a great job of catering to all skill levels, but you're certainly paying a lot of money for it.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's. Um, uh, I think uh, the 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 heart for I think what Shrek and I are trying to do is trying to make make a trip, which is not just achievable in terms of depth for people uh, and, and it's not, it'll challenge you, but it's not going to like push you beyond what you're capable of, but also make it achievable like financially so that it's not like this, you know, massive cost. Uh, yeah. because, you know, it's something that we want to run year on year on year basically.
0: Yeah. Um, so at the, at this stage, we haven't locked in next year's date for this trip, Luke, but it's likely that it will make an appearance on the calendar and you'll be on my email list anyway to get a bit of a blast when I have got some stuff, announcements coming up. At this stage, like I've still got a newborn, five weeks old. So this August trip is my uh, my first venture back out again. Uh, my wife's graciously allowed me to start doing them. So um, rolling on with the same courses that you did last year over on Stradi again this year and slowly starting to add these more uh, intermediate trips out and again the focus on affordable fun and doable for basically just everyone you know not not just um elite level guys going out to chase huge trophy fish um sort of that balance fun and froth um trip I, i'm looking forward to this one like sailing and sparing i think it's a really novel idea i think the wood sundays looks like an amazing location i've never been there I'm really looking forward to exploring the reef outside. And I think some of that sandy, balmy area, like you can pick up all sorts of um, cunning reef fish in those areas. And then again, you get opportunistic Spanish and things like that come through as well. So I'm sure we're going to have a good time on this trip. Ocean Guardian is the world's leading shark deterrent technology. And the great news is they're now partners with the Noob Spiro podcast. You can save 10% on the Freedom 7 or Scuba 7 when you shop at Ocean Guardian. Uh, Use the code Noob Spiro at checkout to save 10%. If you want to go there, easy, super easy, go to noobspero.com forward slash OG, short for Ocean Guardian, pretty original, way. Pump in the code Noob Spiro and you'll save 10% on your Shark Shield device. Get into it, get amongst it. Ocean Guardian are doing awesome things for Spiros. Are you in the market for a new spear gun? Killshot Spear Guns has got blue water wahoo tuna guns, open track spear guns, and closed track spear guns, rear handle and tracks. Check them out at killshotspearguns.com. Even better, I've got some good news for you. You can save $30 on any Killshot Spear Gun at killshotspearguns.com. Use the code NOOB. If you're in store, just say crikey mate, or say Shrek from the NOOB Spear I sent you, and you'll save thirty dollars ed martin at killshot check them out equalizing problems can be something that derail you not today my friend go to freedivingfamily.com check out the either the frenzel and advanced frenzel video or the mouthful and deep frenzel equalization course at freedivingfamily.com you can use the code spero to get 20 percent off any course at freedivingfamily.com these courses are put together by adam stern and a select team of 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 legends and to help you overcome different issues and help you perform better and some of them are extremely relevant for freedive spirit check it out at freedivingfamily.com use the code spiro to get 20 percent off any course it's it's, it is really late notice guys this trip's in four weeks but if you do want to take advantage of it today um i can see everyone that's on this call so if you email me, uh, that all the, the emails are in the comments. Um, yeah. You'll get a $100 discount on the discount that we've already got up there, plus a hoodie, uh, your choice of either Salt Sessions or Noob Spirit. So if you do want to come, sign up. That'd be cool. But uh, it's definitely not a hard sell. Um, but uh, we'd love to have you guys there. looks like we've nearly got the numbers to get this trip up, but we're still a few people short. But, um, yeah, we'll see what we can do. We're nearly at the cusp. Yeah. So, yeah. But all good. Any parting questions, guys? Oh, James has got something. Here we go.
2: Yeah, uh, just one question I had is uh, whether we need any kind of insurance.
1: It's always good to have uh, insurance.
2: um, and Like a special – do we need like a diver's insurance of any kind?
1: So you don't have to. So like, I've got insurance, the boat that we're on has got insurance, but just in general, if you're ever traveling, I always take out my own insurance regardless. Um, Dan Insurance, um, do a good good international one. Um, So yeah, it's, it's always a good idea to have, but in terms of like managing, it's 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 something. It's important that you've got to think about when when you're traveling to remote places. It's always a good idea to have insurance just in case something goes wrong, um, or you know the airline loses all your your equipment. You know, um,
0: which does yeah. happen even in first world countries. Yeah, yeah. Tom. I was going to say like our, our insurance covers us in the water in terms of ECA and I our professional insurance. And then the boat's insurance will cover pretty much what happens aboard. That yeah. that will probably be most of the um, technical requirements for insurance, James. But as usual, like with a lot of insurance policies, sometimes you're not aware of the the holes that you have in your policies until it's you know something happens weird. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you know that's that's not that's not us. Uh, Tom, you had a question, mate.
3: Well, less of it. Less of a question, more of a comment on where you guys are going. And for anyone listening and interested, the, the area these guys are going is is the you'll get the best eating fish in Australia with these guys, like the the trout, the tuskies, the black grass, the emperor, like you'll you'll eat like kings and queens out there. So if anyone's on the fence, definitely get on board. It'll be an amazing trip. And and the the difference between the fish that you'll get there or spending Ten thousand dollars to go to far north Queensland um, is is there, there's no difference you're going to get less seg- less seg- with Shrek, so you're, you're better off sp- down the cheap route and get all the good fish <laughs> in the Whitsunday area.
0: <laughs> less cig with Shrek, that should be our um, our value pro- proposition for all value these fish and board. Love it, mm-hmm. Tom. Well, all good guys, um, thanks for coming on the call. Awesome to um, have all of you here. Um, there will be a bunch of these opportunities come up in the future. Uh, I can't say when the next one's definitely going to be. This one is happening August 6th to 10th. Yeah, fly there on the Saturday and you'll be back home before the next weekend yeah. for your family and friends and good old work on Monday, I'm sure. It's a good opportunity to forget about work for one one week. And
2: the, and the flight's in the proserpine, right? Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. So
1: you, what you can do at Proserpine once you land there, you can actually just catch, uh, there's a bus that you can catch to the main, the main drag. Um, and then just stay. Uh, there's a bunch of kind of hostel style accommodation that I think last was around $50 a night or $60 a night. So it wasn't much for accommodation in the area. Um, or I mean if you want to stay somewhere, nicer, you can definitely stay somewhere nicer. Um, and then yeah, we sail out the next day.
2: I've got a flight into uh, Hamilton Island. Um, so I think I'd need I think there's a ferry to transfer to the mainland from there. Where's the where's the port that we're meeting up?
1: Oh, it's at um it's at the harbour itself in Early Beach.
2: Daly Beach.
0: Yeah. Have you already booked flights, James? Are you on this trip? Yeah, yeah. You can fly
4: to hemo. You can fly to Hamo and then catch the ferry across.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cheers, Kay. What's the ferry? What, what are the ferry details just for James?
4: The it's you just get you can get it from Hamilton Island Airport when you leave to Airly. Uh,
0: okay. Like six times a day. Okay. Any, any idea on costs?
4: Yeah, it's it's like 80 or 90 bucks each way. It's dear, but.
0: But convenient. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's about this. Cain's <laughs> a local in that area, so sometimes it's handy having a bit of local knowledge.
4: Yeah, I've got big freezers too if anyone needs to freeze any fish before you slide back.
0: Oh, well, there you go, Sebastian. Nice. Kane. would you mind chucking your email or social handle in the comments just for guys that do want to maybe take you up on that?
4: Yeah, it's, not, it's just cane it on Instagram or right. message me on there. It's easy.
0: easy. All
1: right. Cool, I man. I don't know how
0: to use this thing. So. <laughs> 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 oh, good. Oh, last opportunity too, guys. Um, Trevor Ketchin is also running a fundraiser for the yeah. Inter Pacifics Australia team. Um, he's bought a spot on aboard the Charter and uh, he's auctioning it off. And I threw in a bunch of Nooksboro merch to go with it. So if you want to get in on that, I would encourage you to do so. It's forty bucks for a ticket. Uh, I think there's only forty tickets, maybe. Maybe it's a hundred. No, so it's a hundred tickets at forty dollars. So it's a good, good, um, good chance in there. Uh, I'll put the details in the chat box here.
1: Yeah, it's just a great way to support the the Australian team that's going to be competing in the Inter-Pacifics um, next year. So. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good way. It's re- really well thought out um, by Trevor.
0: Yeah, he's um he's a bit of a fundraising old veteran now, Trev. He <laughs> went he went last year and then this year he's already fundraising for the Interpacs next year. It's in New Zealand, so uh, Australia taking a big team over, I think. Yeah. Um. So that'll be pretty cool to see if we can be competitive against my uh my homeland.
1: Oh, those guys are good.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially on home turf. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Trevor's bought a spot aboard this charter uh, purely for the purposes of um, fundraising for that that thing. So the links to his Instagram post is in the comments if you guys want to check that out. But, yeah, cool. I thought we had um, gone over time, but we're doing pretty well, Eckhart. Was there anything else you wanted to cover off about the charter, mate?
1: Um, no, probably just, like, make sure that kind of we understand the basics in terms of just, you know, we <sighs> – like a 1.2-metre 1.2, 1.2 gun, 20-metre uh, float line, float, just your standard spearfishing stuff. A no weights, sir. Uh, you don't have to bring weights along, just a weight belt, like empty weight belt. And a spare spear uh, is always handy, but, you know, you can think there's a bunch of guys uh, and girls on the trip, so there's if anything goes wrong, there'll be, there'll be some spare gear around. And then, obviously, you know, just make sure that you pack your gear – safely in a way that you're going to travel well and you're not going to unpack it and realize, you know, the, the spear looks like a banana and things like that. Oh. Um, but other than that, the, the the thing that I found probably, like I said earlier, the, the one of the most handiest things to have was like a windbreaker, just a, 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 a jacket that can block the wind uh, when we're sailing or at night it's warm. But even though that, even though it's warm, uh, you know the wind chill at night kind of gets to you. So just something that can block the wind uh, is very handy.
0: So you're sailing sort of during the daytime, mooring up every night.
1: Yeah. So it just depends. Last time we we were quite limited in terms of what the wind was doing. We had we had crazy strong winds. We had, I think it was over thirty knot winds. Wow. But we were just kind of like tucked tucked in like we we tuck in behind the reef. um, and then so we dived that area and then we dived there for like a day and a half, and then we we moved on to the next spot and we dived there. So it just depends on the currents, the wind, what what's kind of happening is where is basically where we can kind of target and and end up doing some drifts and dives. But yeah, we normally uh, once we're out to that outer reef, uh, we don't sail anymore. It's more we, the sailing happens on the way there, but once we're at the reef, uh, they normally just uh, run the, the the diesel motor, and we just kind of putter around until we get to the uh, better mooring places.
0: Cool. You were saying sort of up to fifteen meters viz. Do you get better than that out there, or is that yeah standard? we had.
1: We had really, really good viz last time we were there. Um, funny enough, and Shrek, you might have found this. Some of you guys might have found this as well. Uh, the one day, the viz dropped down a little bit, and it was actually much better for people spearfishing. They ended up getting a lot closer to fish, uh, and some of our best, like, tusk fish uh, were shot on the day with with probably, I think it was like 8 to 10-meter viz.
0: Was, um, it a, was it a bit of overcast as well?
1: yeah yeah it was a bit overcast eight to ten meter viz. um but yeah the like uh, the 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 better black spot tuskfish tusk fish came out on that day um so you know sometimes that 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 viz that's not quite clear en- enables you to to get that little bit closer to the fish
0: just a big green dinner plate swimming out I love I love a good black spot they uh, always a tempting target Tom's never shot one so it's unfortunate for Tom that they don't get him down in coughs. They I've
3: shot a few actually. Thank <laughs> you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd get a rise out of you, mate. <laughs>
3: but I've, but I've never shot one over ten kilos. Oh, i never me either. Over ten kilos. Me
0: either. Nine point four is my biggest.
3: I um I shot a ten kilo at nationals last year, and the sharks got it. Um, real sad.
0: Isn't that is that coincidence? Like, no, did anyone else see it? Was, was, was yes, this, it was a fish. Of fish. Con. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the way it goes with um with good fish? It's sometimes it's other, the other ones that keep coming back though, the ones that get away.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that's my um that that's my wahoo for you. Yeah, righto. Yeah, I'm I'm still desperate to shoot a ten plus kilo tusky. They're my favourite.
0: For for guys that are um. Unfamiliar, maybe with the with the reef hunting, um, with species and stuff. Have you found, Have you guys? And this is kind of open to everyone, I guess. Um, in terms of species ID, learning about the species in these this area, have you guys found any helpful resources?
1: So, just for you, if you're going to be coming on the trip, there's actually we've there's two booklets on the trip with photos and name IDs. Ah, nice. Which uh, look at you, all prepared which make it real handy to try and figure out what species is what. Mm. Uh, So yeah, don't have to stress too much on this trip because it's kind of all the information will be there for you.
3: Queensland fisheries 2.0 app. Study it before you get up there. Is that a a good one? Is it? Bloody oath. All right, cool. Yeah. Pictures, sizes, all that business. Yeah. Nice. I'll, I'll put a link in the chat. Thank you very much.
0: This podcast is brought to you by aqualite.com.au. This is the best solution, bar none, for staying hydrated in the ocean. If you're a Spiro, it's an absolute no-brainer. It's a game-changer. If you're doing extended trips and the cramp starts to set in and uh, the old body's telling you, hey, that's enough, just get hydrated and it will save you a whole heap of woe. It's a groundbreaking product that can help you to stay hydrated. It's got low sugar, it's less acidic than other options on the markets, rapid absorption, help you to maintain performance. Dehydration of just one to 2% can affect your mental and physical performance by up to six or 7%. And as when you're spearfishing, you can tell when dehydration is starting to affect you because the equalization goes out the window. Get Aqualite at aqualite.com.au. It's scientific rehydration that Spiros know and trust. I know because one works there and that's why we've set up this discount code for you 10% off when you use the code NoobSpiro at aqualite.com.au. Check it out. Australian-made hydration products tailored for Spiros and a whole bunch of other people that suffer from dehydration too. But check it out at aqualite.com.au. Use the code NoobSpiro to save 10%. Old Man Blue. Spearfishing gear made to last. Go to Old Man Blue Dive on Instagram or oldmanblue.com.au. And check out some gear made to last. opairblue.com.au
4: Nice roller gun would you? could you get away with? Like, if you don't want a 120 on you.
1: Uh, I'd personally, I mean, I'll, my thought would be like a 1.1 meter roller. Uh, but um, I've used shorter, but a 1.1 is a like... Is, is, in my opinion, like, one of the most perfect lengths in terms of a roller gun. Shrek, any, any feedback from you, like, in terms of diving up there regularly? Yeah, well, and,
3: I, I, and like a, like I like like a 1-meter,
0: but um, even with a 1,300 shaft and a 1-meter roller gun, by the time, like, the angle of the handle comes into it and stuff, the total length actually ends up more like 1,400 anyway. Yeah. So, but if you've got a 1,200, like, standard rail gun, with a three or four hundred overhang, that's sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred by the time you equate all that. So then you got like a three hundred mil saving if you do a roller yeah. and you get arguably the same range. So I don't mind a one meter. Uh, a one meter would be okay for what we're doing up here. So um, I, do you- I kind of agree with Eckhart. Like, 1.1 just gives you, I don't know, like with a roller, it just gives you that bit more. It's just, especially with the clean water and, and, you get some opportunities that always just seem to be that sort of that three-and-a-half metres away, four metres, and you just want that extra little bit of range. But um, this is the thing with flying. It is a little bit painful. Like I know Paul Rodriguez in America from Hot Rod Spear Guns, he makes a travel spear gun. Rife have got their own travel spear gun. I think these are probably going to be the way of the future. and They've got a threaded shaft, so even the shaft sort of – Breaks down so you know like you can have a big spear gun and then it's only 800 mil long and you travel travel gear yeah um,
1: but yeah what have you used yourself or what 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 have you got Sebastian
4: uh just at the moment just a hundred aimright you know double band still an old shape, which I love <laughs> yeah nothing honestly
1: nothing. like a, a one a one meter with uh, you know twin 14s or you know will be absolutely fine for what we're kind of what we're going to be
0: doing. Yeah, you, know, you Is can. That's d- a, a roller, I think. I think he's not as confident with it. Is that what I'm hearing, Sebastian?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of like am thinking after diving with Jamie, like a roller would be probably a good idea.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I just haven't upgraded and don't really know what brand and, yeah, what size would <clears throat> be.
0: The yes. right might do you, to be honest. Um, I would just jump in somewhere if you've got an opportunity to use a swimming pool and I would just plug a rubber target, in a swimming pool. And just see if you like the gun, the feel of it. By the time you fire it five or six times and have to pull your shaft back out of the target, you'll know whether you want to keep using it or not. And if you don't, sell it and buy something you do like um, because you should never ever put up with a gun that you don't really like or have full confidence in. It's just taking up space. You're better off just selling it and um, buying something you do like.
1: Yeah, the other thing is you've got an existing platform already and you're used to shooting that aim right gun.
0: No, so he's, he's saying his, his normal gun is a Boer, oh, like a okay. standard standard rail gun. But he's I use I both. so yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: because I mean, the other thing is, you could always convert that aim right into a roller.
0: Yeah,
4: that's true.
1: Yeah. Buy a roller head for it, and then just convert it. Um, obviously, if you don't have the skills, there are plenty of people like at Adreno or, or uh, a store probably near you that can help you out, or even I can help you out if you need to, um, and then just convert. An existing gun because it's gonna feel uh the one thing that you might have picked up if you if you listen to a lot of the the new spirit podcasts is a lot of these guys that are really good, uh they tend to stick with a brand or two brands. Yeah, they don't they don't have heaps of different brands because whenever you're swapping from one gun to the hand uh the next gun, they they all feel the same, the handle feels the same, the trigger's the same. You you start uh, building that familiar, familiarity in, in your equipment and you can, you, you trust your equipment and there's something to be said about if you if you rely your, on your equipment, uh, having faith that it's going to shoot where you want it to shoot, it tends to shoot where you want it to shoot.
4: Any thoughts on that? Adreno just has a half price Salvumar Tomahawk. Seems a bit complex, that kind of like... it's
0: uh, oh, is it is, that, is- <laughs> I've got a Selvamart Hero, which I think was the base model for that Tomahawk. The Tomahawk's yeah. the roller, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's
1: it's like an a, a in, inverted roller, so it's actually got, a, uh, um, I think, four sets of bands on the bottom.
0: So I like the Salvamar Hero, if I'm honest with you. I really, really like it. I yeah. do not know what that roller head looks like, and I've never had a look at the setup of the Tomahawk. But um, what, you're in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. Are you near the Adreno still there? Yeah, just an hour's drive, so probably go check it out, yeah. Well, I would I would just call up the store. If you know one or two salespeople there that you like and trust, I would just call them up and say, you know, hey, I'm thinking about this gun or whatever and see what they say. Um, to top... Shane. Shane. Yeah. Shane. Yeah. Yes. I actually had a chat. they you know they said well, you know we sell them for half
4: price because they didn't sell, so we're not really using them. <laughs> but just thought I'd get your, your opinion to
1: as a base so as a base platform, the handle, the barrel is really good. You can convert uh, that, that gun into a traditional gun. Yeah, right So you buy you buy the hero muzzle. You take out the roller head and you pop that in, and all of a sudden you've got, like, a great gun for half the price. Mm. I
0: put my 1250 Hero through the prop of a boat over in WA. So that um, gun is now a 700, and I've got a pranger in it for the the young kids that use it with 10 mil bands on it. But uh, it's still going good. It's just uh, no longer the gun, the $700 gun I paid for. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's a good gun, like the um, yeah, well, like heroes. Them.
0: Yeah, cool. Thanks, oh, guys. Good. Oh, good, guys. Well, I reckon we're, I reckon we're done. Um, anyone, keen, anyone keen can uh, email me, uh, com or info at saltsessions.com.au. If you want to have a look at the spearfishing retreat and the details about it, go to saltsessions.com.au and just have a look at um, Eckhart's retreats there. You'll see a bunch of photos and information. Um, and if you have anything other follow-up questions, you're always welcome to email us and um, Thanks, Jessica um, thanks, I, hope, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, if you don't if we don't see you on this trip, then I hope you're on one in the future Awesome. Thanks very much. Thanks guys. Oh good. Cheers. Thanks. Mate. Thanks guys If you buddy had a blackout on your next beer fishing trip think What would the outcome of that be? Do you know how to revive
1: someone from a blackout? Would you even be in a position to do something about it? Or would you be diving chasing after a fish as your body sinks down to the bottom of the ocean? Do you know where most blackouts happen? Do you know what you can do to minimize your risk of having a blackout? My name is Ted Hardy, and I'm the founder of freedivingsafety.com. In my free online course, you will learn the truth about shallow water blackout, the myth of, I don't push myself, I know my limits, I'm in tune with my body how to minimize your risk of having a blackout, and most importantly, how to save your buddy's life if they have one. Visit freedivingsafety.com to sign up for your free course today. Dive safe out there. It's, it's not
0: even that hard. Freediving for spearfishers at howtofreedive.com will help you to extend your breath hold, understand your body better, and put you in a better position when you actually get to go out spearfishing. This program is not for noobs, as this program is for people who have some diving under their belts and understand some basic spearfishing safety, but it's perfect for spearos who want a guided, easy to follow and complete program with videos, a clear process and a set goal. The five minute freediver works. Get started for free and see if it's for you at howtofreedive.com. There's a tester there. Use the code NoobSpiro N-O-O-B-S-P-E-A-R-O to save some money if you do decide to purchase. Check it out at howtofreedive.com. Freediving for spearfish a fantastic way to prepare, especially if you've got a big trip coming up. Get to that five-minute mark and it does translate to your diving at howtofreedive.com. Hey guys, bit of a rapid fire episode today. I hope you enjoyed hearing all about our Wood Sunday Sal and Spear Retreat. Um, if you are interested, again, email me shrek at noobspero.com to take advantage of that discount. Just mention it in the email. Uh, email me shrek at noobspero.com and get your spot locked in, leaving in one month's time. So <sighs> jump on, get involved, get amongst it. Um, two weeks time spearfishing it's better with a buddy i chat, chat with brad corbett uh to celebrate international friendship day with adreno uh the start of august marks spearfishing it's better with a buddy with brad it's a really cool chat i did it live in the adreno aspley store so come back and check that out hey thanks for the patron legends helping to power this podcast on an episode by episode basis chuck and fuel in the noob spirit outboard boom i'm out My partner and I are getting into spearfishing and didn't know where to start. The staff here at the Adreno Woollongaber store were great and spent a lot of time with us helping work out exactly what we needed. We'll be going back whenever I need more gear. That review from Lachlan. Buy your spearfishing gear at Adreno. They've got huge spearfishing mega stores all over the country, or you can shop online at adreno.com.au. Even better, sweeten it up with the code Noobspero. Save yourself $20 on every purchase over $200. Check it out, adreno.com.au. Absolutely mint customer service. Specialty spearfishing equipment, elite spear gun performance components, unforgettable reliability. You want to find out where to buy this? Punch at neptonics.com and shop at the best US spearfishing store, neptonics.com. Free shipping to the lower 48 when you spend over 199, and you can use the code NOOB10 to save 10%. This is your chance to save DOSH, buy deadly good gear, and experience A-grade customer service. Will you shop with the best? Visit neptonics.com. Use the code noob 10 to start shooting 35-pound muttons tomorrow. Actual performance may differ from advertisement. Please refer to terms and conditions to see if you're eligible to be a legend-like Shrek. This advertisement was not even endorsed by Jerry and the team at Neptonics. Hoorah and God bless America.